0: Houston's country leader, 93Q, good morning. It's Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica. Another chance to spin the wheel of rodeo at 7 o'clock this morning on 93Q. Are you familiar with the term helicopter parent? Oh, yeah, that's me. Sure. There's also something called a snowplow parent. What's that? Are you familiar with the snowplow parent? No. Uh, snowplow parents is a parent that removes all obstacles from their child's path so they don't experience pain, failure, or discomfort.
1: <laughs> like what? Like monetary or?
0: Kind of, Caitlin, kind of. Physically
1: or? It's kind of a
0: It's kind of all encompassing because it's the kids that still live at home and their parents are still paying like streaming services oh, and so cell phones. This isn't phones. necessarily oh. a
1: good thing. No. no this no, no, isn't no, a parent no, no, no. that's like, hey, I made sure to pay off your college debt so you don't have any and you can no. start fresh. Fact, this it's... is like
2: cell phone every single month, your yeah. Netflix, like oh. your car insurance, which I think. Is ridiculous. Once they were 18, they know, like, you're on your own. Mm -hmm. Because,
0: Erica, you've got several grown kids now. Six. Six now that are all over 18. Mm -hmm. Do you ever help them pay any bills?
2: Never. They've never asked me either, though, because I've already set them up, like, as they're growing up. Look, when you turn 18, you need to be able to take care of yourself and support yourself. Obviously, if they really needed something like food or whatever, I would provide it for them. I'd help them. But there's no way I'm paying anybody's bills. Like, grown? No. No.
0: Have you ever had to rely on your parents and ask them for money for anything? No. Never. God, Never? I
1: cannot imagine ever. I'd be so embarrassed.
0: I had to, I had to live with I had to move back in with my parents at 26. Mm. That'll humble you.
1: Yeah, me and my husband both had to move in with my parents when we moved back here to Houston and um it was just very expensive and we were at the point where we were ready to get a house yeah. and did not want to keep throwing money away in a, in an apartment. Sure. So we stayed with my parents for a year, but you know we did things like we bought the groceries and Shh. stuff like that to at least contribute something, and we weren't just like living rent free in their yeah. back bedroom.
0: You weren't freeloading.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that was a, that was a different situation, right? Like they were very happy to have us yeah. there, and they knew what we were attempting to do.
2: Yeah, you weren't just trying to like take from them.
1: Yeah, because my parents were the kind of parents that like we we were working at sixteen. We had to be. We had to have oh, jobs. Yeah. We were not allowed to just sit on the couch and do nothing. Like yeah. we went to work. I had two different jobs. I, I worked at an elementary school locally. I babysat. I even worked at a restaurant for a while. So we just had to.
0: Yeah. And it, it creates character. It shows in how you are now as a woman, as a grown adult with your work ethic because mm-hmm. you had to do that younger. I think the same thing. And I think snowplow parents create the exact opposite. Because now the kids are reliant on the parents. The kids never have a chance to fail.
1: Do you think they do that on purpose, the parents? Like they want the kids to not be able to leave?
2: I think they just made a mistake and they can't fix it now. Because I know there's somebody that I know and they're older and they have to continue to work like two or three jobs. Yeah. Because they never taught their kids like, no, stop asking me for money. I'm not going to keep paying for your phone. So now they have to keep up with all their bills and their kids' bills.
0: I How do you feel about this? Three four six two nine five ninety three ninety three. 93. should you just cut everything off at eighteen? If your kids asked you for something though. I know Erica said your kid your kids haven't asked you. What if they did? What if what if one of your kids called you and said, I need five hundred dollars right now to cover an emergency something.
1: There's a lot of people out there that are very passionate about the opposite. They they don't they don't think there's a problem covering for their kids. Like, yeah, that's what I'm a parent
2: for as long as they need me, I'm here. Yeah. If it's like an extreme emergency, yeah, but if it's like something that's gonna keep continue to happen, absolutely not.
0: You're right, Caitlin, though there's some parents that are like, well, I, they're my kids. Yeah. I have to do whatever it is to yeah. make sure they survive. It doesn't matter.
2: One of my daughters needed help, and instead of calling and being like, "Hey, can you guys lend me this money?" she called Mark and said, "Hey, can I work with you for a week and just pay me whatever you'd pay somebody?" Yeah. He's like, "This is hard work." She goes, I, "I don't want to take your money, but I will work for it."
0: So, snowplow parenting. How do you feel about it? Three four six two nine five ninety three ninety three. Are you on the, on the team of cut them off, and they just they have to pay everything on their own as they're eighteen, or? Do you keep giving them paying for little bills here and there to help them out? They're your kids. They're and is your it because you want blood.
2: to, or do you feel stuck now?
0: Yeah, that's true. Three four six two nine five ninety three ninety three. How do you feel about that? Houston's country leader ninety three Q. Good morning. It's Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica. We lost Toby Keith last night at sixty two.
1: I hate the reason, but I love the playlist today. Oh yeah, because it's just all Toby all day long. But he I hate the so reason. So many we're doing great
2: this. songs too, and what a great legacy he leaves behind. Mm. Yeah.
0: You all both got to meet Toby and, like, actually hang out with him because he's probably come to Houston several times. I've only been here, like, a year and a half. So do you have memories with Toby?
2: He was a big artist for a really long time, and I know we have, like, tons of memories. My, my favorite, though, isn't even my memory. It's uh, Mark. So Mark was serving uh, the Army in Iraq. Toby played for so many of these soldiers. And when you're out there, you know, like, obviously your your whole mental state is down. Yeah. And that was, like, one of the really great things I hear members about being overseas.
0: I love the artists that go and play overseas for the troops because it's gets so dull over there for them, and they're so isolated away yeah. from everything. And having an artist like Toby Keith coming over there for the troops, that was always his thing.
1: You know, we used to he, – he was really great about support and, and really kind of in a low-key way. You know, he wasn't like this showboat kind of guy in show business where he needed recognition for a lot of things he did behind the scenes to support people. And we joke about, like, man, you know, Toby Keith – can be one of your hardest interviews that you do in country music because he sits down and he's himself, and sometimes he's in the mood to talk, and sometimes he's not really much in the mood. Yeah. And um, the guy is just tough as nails, and I think uh, Erica can probably agree that's what makes something like this so hard because you see, we we visibly watched him fight really hard over the last year or so with this stomach cancer, and knowing how tough as nails that guy is. Yeah. Uh, to see that, you know, he passed away yesterday is just, it's, it's really kind of shocking.
0: He did make a comeback at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Like, we, we had a chance to speak to Jason Aldean right after he came out on stage. It was like a surprise show. Jason Aldean concert. Toby Keith walks out. Uh, here's Jason Aldean talking about that.
3: Uh, well, we were playing in Oklahoma City a couple weeks ago, and, and which is Toby's hometown, and uh, Toby happened to be in town, came out to the show, and uh, jumped up on stage with us that night, and and it was you know just everything he's going through in the last couple of years. It was just good to see him back on stage and and doing his thing. Uh, the crowd absolutely loved it. Um, he kind of he blew everybody away, man. It was just a, it was just a really cool night, a uh, cool moment to have him up there with us, and uh, you know just wishing him a speedy recovery on everything he's going through.
1: Talk about another badass in country music is Toby Keith, because like you said, everything he's been going through with his cancer diagnosis over the last couple of years to still be able to like get up there on stage. And I mean, Toby looks great for the situation he's in. Right. But you can tell like he's probably gone through a lot and he probably doesn't feel at 100 percent that it takes to get up and do a show like that on stage, but he's still doing it. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's uh, he's pretty worn out, you know, just going through all the things that go along with, you know, just cancer in general. But absolutely, to see him up there doing his thing and, um, you know, in good spirits, he sounded great, and um, you know, I don't know, man, hopefully it kind of kicked I heard he had, he had launched a couple shows after that. He was going out to Vegas and doing some shows uh, after that, so hopefully that kind of motivated him to get out there and start playing a little bit.
0: You were kind of the spark, the catalyst that started that, you think? did thing? it! Like he saw you in town, he's like, I don't
3: well, know. I don't... I don't know about that, but uh, I don't know. It was just fun to have him up and and get to share the stage with him. That
0: was our talk with Jason Aldean from a couple months ago. And Toby did do three sold-out shows in Vegas in December, three of them back, like sold them out super fast. How cool would it have been to be at
1: one of those shows. I in know. Vegas? I was I thinking know. that
2: like he was getting better, like all this positive forward movement, and oh, I was so disappointed to see that today. Well yeah.
1: that's what's so scary about cancer is you know, it can it can take such a quick turn and yeah. I know there's a lot of people listening this morning that have been personally affected by such a horrible disease. Mm-hmm. So if you're really feeling it today, feel free to call us and chat or yeah. just kind of tune in. We'll be playing Toby all morning long.
0: Absolutely. We're going to dedicate the whole 9 o'clock hour.
1: Yeah, Every single yeah. song to
0: Toby this morning. Toby Tuesday is what we'll call it. Rest in peace, cowboy. Welcome this morning to the show, unfortunately, Marianne. Hello, Marianne. Hi. Good
4: morning, guys.
0: <laughs> I know people don't love being on Second Date Update, but you're next. <laughs> Welcome.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Kind of embarrassing, but I don't know. I just want to know what happened. Um, I went out with this guy Carson, and it seemed like it re- went really well, and I don't know why it, it didn't turn into something else. And so, kind of want to know what's up. Okay. Know? Um,
1: can you let us know a little bit about where you guys went on your date?
4: Well, we're both big meat lovers, so we decided to splurge. We went out for this steak and cocktail dinner, it was mm-hmm. great. Like, I mean, I don't know. I usually scare off guys when I order like a bourbon meat. Wow. And- but kind of late it, but like we hit it off in a lot of ways, and that you know, like he was cool, and so did know.
2: everything go right at dinner or like because we always ask this, you know, like do you think about anything that could anything have happened that would make him run for the hills or maybe did you come on too strong?
4: Well, he broke. he was the one who brought up kids like like whether or not we want them and oh, like i is. told him like really? i was like absolutely yeah i'd love to have like five or six of them like i come from a big family there's five of us so i'm like i don't know i just can't wait to be a mom so i'm just like you know i figured i couldn't not tell him that well, so yeah. but he didn't react negatively to that like he was like oh i want kids too maybe not that many but i want kids like the mood <laughs> didn't change because the kids like he was happy right to, okay he brought he brought it up, so,
0: you know? Yeah, so he staked dinner, he had some drinks, the kid conversation didn't seem too brutal. How soon, like, after the date did he stop calling? Was it right afterwards or was it in the next couple of days?
4: Well, we texted when we both got home, saying I got home, we got home, great, great, you know, that kind of thing. And then... um I sent him a good morning the next day and nothing, nothing at all. Um,
1: okay. Well, you know, sometimes a simple good morning text is enough to set people off. Well, not too soon. Huh? I, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> nah. Why are you wishing me a uh, good anything? I mean, that's not okay. That's shallow and stupid, but yeah. maybe that's what it is. I don't know. That's why we got to try and get them on the line and figure out what happened. Right, Marianne?
2: Yes, please. That would be great. I want to know. We're so going to call him coming up at 737 on I3Q's q 2nd date update.
1: Carson and Marianne went on their first date to have some good steak and cocktails. Marianne even ordered a whiskey neat. Now, most guys would love that, but for some reason, Carson's not calling her back. Mm. So we got to figure out what's going on with second date update. Hello? Hi, may I please speak with Carson? This is Carson. Hi, Carson. This is Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica on 93Q. Good morning. What's up?
5: Good morning, good morning, good morning. <laughs> How do you feel
0: taking a call from a radio station this early?
5: Yeah, it's, it is it is a bit early. Uh, what's going on? Is this some kind of prank or something?
0: No, mm. no, we're not doing that. Uh, we're actually calling about a date that you went on recently with somebody. Uh, do you remember going out with Marianne? Oh,
5: yes, Marianne. Mm. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to say that's a hard pass on that one, Chief.
2: Hard pass? Why? What happened? Let's go, first of all... Let me just tell you what she said. She said that you guys had a great date, steaks, drinks, and then all of a sudden you just ghosted her. Mm-hmm. So what happened?
5: Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was it was a, it was a really great steak dinner. Um, was, I guess, being the key word there. Um, I guess I should give you a little background on me. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Texas boy, born and bred, you know? Yeah. And um, my father was a chef, and he would always, you know, cook, you know, different meats we had on the ranch. And, uh, uh, man, I can't tell you. But uh, what Marianne did was just unforgivable.
2: Um, unforgivable? On the
5: date.
1: W- yeah. What, what, what was so unforgivable? I mean, unforgivable is a harsh word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's
0: sneezing in your face or something? Spitting the food, yeah. something
1: like that? <laughs> Lose a tooth? We've had that happen uh, oh, before. Oh, we did have that happen. have,
0: yeah.
5: No, nothing like that, nothing like that. Um, okay, so we get this, you know, $70... Filet mignon comes out, and um, uh, she had the nerve to ask for some A one steak sauce. Okay. Okay. Well, they, they didn't have any. They were they were out, and um, so she uh, her backup plan is uh, to get some ketchup. She wants she wants to put some ketchup
2: on ketchup
5: dollars filet.
1: Okay. On the Yum. steak. The craziest thing dollars piece That's
2: disgusting. Meat. And it's a $70 piece of meat. You're going to dip it in nasty old ketchup. How did she order
0: it, by the way? Did you order it, like rare or medium rare? No, no, no. She orders it well done. Oh, wow, that's it right there. Oh, oh, Texas? That'll do you in. All right, disgusting. Isn't that against the law? Probably. That's a hockey puck at that point.
1: No wonder she needed all the sauce.
0: Yeah,
5: I was, I was, I was horrified. I mean, just absolutely.
0: Was this
1: a really nice steak
5: restaurant? Like you said, it was seventy dollars. Oh, oh yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, you know, they just did what she said. But you know, uh, I was just, I was just horrified.
2: Okay, so we have to tell you, Marianne is actually on the other line. Can we bring her on to defend uh, herself? Is that cool?
5: Yeah, let's hear from the jerky lover. The jerky <laughs> lover,
4: <laughs> Marianne you there yeah yeah i've listened to all of this and i'm just like i can't even believe what i'm hearing like this was changed to texas so and it's kind of like you just i don't know they didn't they didn't have any like some of the stuff that i normally like so i was like well at least you'll have you know a1 or whatever and like what difference does it make i don't know i had a cousin who died from e coli six years ago because of undercooked meat and since then i always order well done i want to make extra sure there's no chances of bacteria infection. like i don't want i don't a problem i'm just like why is this a thing oh my god i don't even know
5: Uh, i mean you know only 12 year olds and people from dallas put ketchup on their stage (laughs) oh shots (laughs) fired
4: That low i i don't
1: think this is that big of a deal the woman drinks whiskey neat
4: you can't get past this the only reason you're not calling me back is because of how i ordered my steak that's why
5: I mean, I told you I was raised on a ranch. This is this is like a relig- sacrilegious religious thing. All
4: right? Okay. <laughs>
5: you, you've okay. hurt him on a visceral level.
0: He's really that? like guess, offended by this.
4: Yeah. I deeply offended him with, like, I can't imagine if we ate other meals how I would offend him, like what I put in my coffee or whatever.
5: (laughs) I just hate to see good money go to waste, and I spent a fortune on that dinner that night.
4: I really enjoyed my dinner. I really, like, I thought it was good. I liked it. What difference does it make if you're... I, you know what? This is just dumb because now, like, this is the guy that judges everything about everybody. So hard pass for me. I'm I, that's how I like my steak. Like at least I don't know. At least I eat meat. I don't shy away from it. Okay. I just don't want to get sick. So whatever. But like this guy, we're we're not the right fit anyway. I can't even believe I I did this. Okay. <sighs>
1: All right, well, I think we got
4: everything we needed Yeah, there. we
0: got everything we needed. Um, oh. There will not be a second date.
4: No. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'll still listen to you guys, though, even though this went bad. Thank you. Oh, oh, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. And
2: we hey. don't judge you
1: for your steak. We're never going to eat it that way.
2: But. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm judging I'm, the ketchup.
0: I'm, I'm judging yeah. her, but... Yeah. I mean, she but drinks
2: so, whiskey neat. I don't care. Stop with the ketchup. I do love you, though, She's man. ruining meat.
0: 93Q, uh, sweetheart house calls are happening. Uh, Valentine's Day we'll be making the deliveries on Valentine's Day. Flowers, chocolates, concert tickets. All you got to do is get signed up at 93qcountry.com uh, and we could be showing up to your place on Valentine's Day for a sweetheart house call. Flowers, chocolates and tickets, pretty good Valentine's gift, right? You know oh, what? Yeah. You know what to give yeah. people for Valentine's gift, but that's not what this is that's not what this is about. What was the most tragically awful Valentine's gift that you've received? And this is good because it's it's all about what knowing, what not to do. So men, pay attention.
1: Um, I had an ex-boyfriend who gave me the gift of finding out he was cheating on February 15th. Oh, oh
0: that's lovely, Caitlin. Yeah,
1: so technically it wasn't mm. Valentine's Day, but I still count it as a Valentine's gift from him.
0: He gave you the gift of freedom from that horrible relationship. Yes,
2: he did. Yes, he did. That's I'll a never way to forget it. that. Love
1: it. <laughs> uh, that was back in the day where like, we had like a printer and I printed it out. I, printed, I found an email
5: what because oh, this was before no, like social media
1: and stuff and this was an email and i printed it out and drove to his house and was like what is this what is this with the email knocking on the door
0: did you print that <laughs> did you print that
1: out did you get that from my email
0: why are you so unhinged <laughs> why'd
2: you cheat on me <laughs> but you you have a feeling you always yeah, have a feeling. yeah yeah so that was fun that. Yeah. fair
0: enough erica Okay, Worst, so most tragic. a lot of women
2: are going to be like why are you complaining about that so I've never complained about a gift except for this one so this guy would be like oh here's a hundred bucks just go buy whatever you want I don't want to get in trouble for buying the wrong thing
0: Wait, what to give you cash?
2: Yeah, what? that's but so lame first of all just don't get me anything I have my own hundred dollars I don't need your stupid hundred dollars well, and cool. if $100. you don't have any thought in- into it don't get me a dang gift you know what I'm saying and he's just like oh I don't want to get in trouble first of all I've never been upset for any gift, even they were horrible. I never said anything, and I acted excited.
0: All right.
2: Oh, Here's a yeah. hundred dollars. Want to get in trouble? Shut up.
0: Terrible, tragically awful. Keep your money. All right. So finding out you're cheating, terrible gift, <laughs> cash, terrible, terrible gift,
1: terrible gift, terrible. I mean, I, I'm I'm still gonna take it. Well, <laughs> just like five hundred I mean, bucks, I'm and you're like, it. go have a
2: whole girls' day where you get your nails done and get like you know a massage. That's different. But not here, just to kind of shut you up. Well, no. and if it is that, you can guide
1: it. You can say, like, here, yes. I, this is $500. I didn't know where you would want to go. I know you have your places. Right. This is meant for yes. a massage, a nail appointment, and something else. A hair appointment. Wow. Also,
2: the leave on the counter. Yeah. Here's $100. bucks. <sighs> you are welcome.
0: So, 346-295-9393. <sighs> nine, is the worst, most tragically terrible Valentine's gift you've ever received? And I'll tell you what the one that I got from my wife next and why it was tragically awful. Not good. I don't think I've even told her about this. I should probably text her that I'm going to talk about this first before I talk about it. That way I don't get in trouble. Right? Is she listening? I think so. She might be. Mm. So why don't you call (laughs) 346-295-9393.
2: Before he gets in trouble. Yes.
0: The worst, most tragically awful Valentine's gift you ever got. We'll talk about it next. Hold on. It's Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica. Valentine's Day around the corner. You know what to get them for the most part, but you really want to know what not to get someone on Valentine's Day. So what's the most tragically awful Valentine's Day gift that you ever got? Three four six two nine five ninety three ninety three. We know what you got, Caitlin and Erica. But I got something from my wife uh, a couple years ago on Valentine's Day.
1: Doesn't your wife listen? I think so. Okay, oh. you're just gonna out her right now. I think so.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's see um, right. she got me some of those like those love coupons. Oh. But she put ex- expiration dates on them.
2: No,
1: she didn't. <laughs> Okay, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. That's <laughs> Must hilarious. be used
0: by. And I was like, what? Gives you one week.
1: <laughs> I mean, if she doesn't feel the same way about you next year, you can't just come looking to cash right. in the coupons, oh, you know? I mean, that's
0: true. Hey, I want to cash in this one. She's like, nope, that expired. And I was like, come on. Can I talk to the manager, please? That's actually funny. That <laughs>
1: is. It's a great idea.
0: Give him expiration dates. Three four six two nine five ninety three ninety three landed. What did you get? That was just ter- tragically terrible for Valentine's Day.
3: Uh, not really
0: nothing because I've never gotten anything.
2: Oh, that in itself is pretty terrible.
0: Never anything at all.
2: I don't want to be like, but you're a guy because that's like not right at all. Right? But <laughs> but you're, you're, a, you're guy. a guy. <laughs> I get my husband stuff for Valentine's so Day. So do I, But they, like my husband's always like, don't waste your money. Like, don't get me anything.
0: Well, flip this now. Have are you in relationships on Valentine's Day? Uh, not even, no. Okay, well oh. that's why you're not getting anything. That's like a Jewish person complaining they're not getting Christmas gifts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marie, what's the most tragically awful Valentine's Day gift you got?
6: I had an ex give me a super huge bear. A bear? And when I was laying on it, I felt something poke me, so I ripped it apart and there was wires. Wires, it, like to listen to you? Yes. Oh. There was no like <laughs> Voice box. There was no, like, you press the hand and it talks to you. What? That oh, is wow. terrifying.
0: Yeah, that's very weird. Okay. Yeah, nope.
6: so I gave it to my dog.
1: I <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> the dog. You All he's going to hear is. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you re gifted it to your dog.
6: That's so creepy. I re gifted it to my dog. <laughs> and that was the end.
0: Hope you have a better Valentine's Day this year.
6: Thank you, y'all too.
0: <laughs> you imagine you growl a lot in your sleep. <laughs> giving somebody just a bear to listen to things ah thank you for those by the way you can still call 346-295-9393 the most terribly tragic valentine's day gift you've ever received welcome to 93q's second date update we're Riggs, caitlin and erica and we bring to the show this morning oliver good morning oliver what's up guys how are you pretty all right welcome to the show you sound thanks like... for having me. of course of course
1: okay oliver so you're calling us about kindle right yeah tell us a little bit about how you met Kendall, and a little bit about y'all's date
7: all right so uh we rode on the same flight together from nashville to houston um and you know we hit it off uh we were in first class together we uh you know exchanged numbers we had a couple of drinks together um decided to meet up like a couple of days later for dinner and um had a great you know conversation all night um there was some real like um There was some real chemistry there, you know what I'm saying?
2: So is there anything like if you think really hard about how the date went, can you think about anything that could have possibly gone wrong at dinner? Maybe you shouldn't have said something or done something?
7: Um I mean, yeah, there was a little moment about um and she brought it up, right it wasn't it wasn't anything to do. I didn't bring this up, but we had a conversation about um body counts and uh, oh, ooh. yeah Why? I mean, um did you bring that up? She said she did. Oh, she did. No, she brought it up. Yeah. Um, And I think I may have, you know, pried a little too much, maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, if you're going to open
1: up that can of worms, you (laughs) might as well dig all in. Yeah, I guess so. All right. All right. Well, (laughs) he's like, all right, (laughs)
4: regrets.
1: (laughs) You know how this works. We're going to give Kendall a call. We're going to try and here, I will ask her a few questions. We're going to do some investigating for you, and you'll kind of hang back in the beginning for us. Okay?
7: Okay. Um. Just a, a quick question though. Yeah, do, do I do I have to talk to her or can I just l- like listen in?
2: That's a weird question, but honestly, you can do whatever you want. This is like we're we're here for you. This yeah. is your show, buddy.
7: Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. I I kind of just want to listen.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: <laughs> that works.
0: <laughs> well,
7: we'll
1: do That's that a first. Although yeah. I'd
2: love to hear you talk. Yeah.
1: We'll do.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll do that coming up at eight thirty-five for ninety-three Q second date update. Hold on one second, Oliver. That is weird All though. Right. Weird. So Oliver met Kendall on a flight from Nashville to Houston. They really hit it off. They went out for dinner, but they started talking about body counts, and he's wondering if maybe he did too much prodding. Let's get Kendall on the phone and find out what happened and why she hasn't been returning his calls for 93Q's second date update.
1: Hello? Hi, may I please speak with Kendall? Yeah, this is Kendall. Hi, Kendall. This is Riggs, Caitlin, and Erica calling from 93Q, the radio station here in town.
6: (laughs) Oh my, yeah. Hi. Hi. Oh my God.
1: You're on with us. Good morning.
6: What? Good morning. Oh my God. I listen to you guys. I listen to your, um, oh my God. What is the uh, second the date second? update? Yes. Yeah. Oh my
0: God. Well, it's a good thing you love that because
2: <laughs> what a coincidence.
0: <laughs> you're on it this morning, girl. <laughs>
6: oh my God. You're kidding me. <laughs> no,
0: no, we're not kidding you at all. No, you're really oh on second God. date update.
6: Okay.
2: okay. So, okay. So uh, we tell everybody the same thing. We know somebody's got a really big crush on you, and he really wants to take you out for a date. You know how this works,
6: right? Um, I guess. But can you um, can you tell me who it is first?
0: Yeah, we're looking for uh, his name is Oliver. You've actually met before. You're on a flight from Nashville. Jog your memory a little bit.
6: Oh my goodness, Oliver! Are you serious? Yes, very serious. Yeah. Okay, I didn't think that he wanted anything to do with me. To be honest, and. Oh my gosh, that's crazy! Like we had a really great time, but I thought that he was way out of my league.
0: <laughs> what do you mean? You got we've got a lot to unpack there. So why didn't you think you wanted to talk to him anymore?
6: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I was so intrigued by him. Like he's super handsome, charming, and like has this adorable British accent. Um, yeah, we like hit it off really well on a plane, and I like could not wait to see him for our dinner date. Um, but like the whole he just kept giving off this vibe that he was like so busy with traveling and I don't know. He like kept talking about how he's flying to Nashville. The next week he's in L.A. Then he's in New York. And he just seemed like he was way too busy.
2: Wait, but he said you didn't call him. So why? What happened with it?
6: I mean, honestly, I feel like if he was interested that he would call me. My mom always says that if a guy wants you, like wild horses won't keep him away. True. So.
0: I feel like we're overlooking something else that she said. Did, did you guys catch that where she said he had like a really like a cute British accent? Accent?
2: I heard yeah. like little bits. Uh, I thought I did, but then I didn't. He didn't
0: really sound British though. It was kind of like a mishmash of things. I
1: heard something in there when we talked to him, but it, it kind of kept going in and out.
6: Oh no, I'm- he's definitely British. Like he has a very strong British accent. He's a pilot from the UK, but he's based in Houston. Okay. Uh... It's like one of the cutest things about him, honestly. Like you can't miss it. It's so sweet.
1: Like, if you heard him, you would think he was from the UK, not like a guy that grew up here whose parents were from the UK, say, and he maybe picked up a couple words.
6: No, like, he is 100%, like, no doubt about it. Like, that's one of the first things you notice about him. Like, it's very, very strong accent.
2: Oliver, are you there?
7: Oh, um, that, pardon? <laughs> you, know, I, you didn't tell me that you wanted me to respond. I thought I could simply listen in.
2: What in the royal living heck is going on right now? You did not sound like that.
0: Oh, Kendall, he's either faking his British accent or you're faking or he's faking his other voice with us. What is up with this, Oliver? You don't sound how you, you sounded earlier. <laughs> uh,
7: I, I don't know what you're speaking of. Um, and, and I mean, uh, asking what's up with that. You never asked the, the, the lady to uh, explain our lovely date.
1: Oh, wait, this is a totally different person. Is this a totally different person on the line?
7: Yeah. Are you playing with us? Are,
6: are you faking your accent?
7: Faking. Whatever you're talking about, darling. No. Um, I mean, who's darling? Me or these these cheeky radio DJs? Oh, we're cheeky. We're cheeky? When (laughs) we
2: become cheeky? I feel like he's Uh,
0: playing us. Are you playing us, Oliver?
7: I'm. I'm not. I'm not saying anybody now. Like,
2: Kendall, I'm so I am
1: very confused by everything that has happened here.
0: Yes,
7: he
1: had some sort of accent when we first talked to him. It's definitely not the accent he has now. No, what is happening? Who are these people? Are you guys in okay. on something together? All-
6: no, like all I know this. That's Oliver, but I don't know why you guys would make this up at all. Like Oliver, is this your real voice? Is this?
7: Oh, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't understand what's going on here,
0: really. really?
6: Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: it's a um, good um, accent if it's not really real. Yeah, if
0: it's, not, if it's not your real voice, it's a very good fake British accent there. But oh, This uh, is absolutely preposterous. I, I, I'm afraid
7: I'm going to have to hang up. But, uh, but, um, you, you, you have my number. Please call me back, darling, yes?
2: Okay. Okay, that's... Girl, this guy is not right. No, no, I promise no. you, he did not sound like that.
0: No, listen to this. This is a clip of what he sounded like when he called us earlier.
7: Uh I mean yeah, there was a little moment about um and she brought it up, right? It wasn't it wasn't anything to do. I didn't bring this up.
6: It's almost oh like Oh a... my God, that is him. Are you oh my god, what a weirdo Right.
1: Wow. Even his inflections, like forget the accent alone, even his like darling and all those other things he was saying, Cheeky he was not radio, saying DJ. that the first time. Yes.
0: Wow. Get out of here. Well, let's go ahead and say probably not gonna have a second date with the fake British guy then.
6: Uh, absolutely not. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. Like this is the weirdest phone call I've ever received. Like bum that I didn't hear from him, but now, yeah, like you said, I feel like I dodged a bullet.
4: Yeah,
2: you did. You Let's really have did. tea in the garden now.
6: <laughs>